This is Lon Winters with Graphic Elephants. This is Jimmy Lamp. This is Matt Masala with the RhinestoneWorld.com. And you're listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. And you are listening to the Two Regular Guys Podcast. Podcast. Hosted by... My name is Terry Combs RG. Regular guy. And Aaron Montgomery. We're just regular guys having fun and uh, trying to, to make a living in this really cool and exciting industry. I think we all want to succeed 100% of the time. Seek to understand before I try and make myself understood. Bring a ton of great information. Coming to you live from somewhere dark, dirty, and dank. Well, all right. Welcome into the show. It is Friday, July 29th, 2022. I'm Terry Combs, and you can find me at terrycombs.com. And I'm Aaron Montgomery, and you can find me over at OurSuccessGroup.com. Uh, Terry, today uh, we are going to be talking to my friend, Sambawi Nibaye Jr., and he's going to be coming on to the show to talk about his new book and his journey in garment decorating. Uh, he's an apparel decorator. He's got an apparel brand, um, somebody that I got a chance to meet in person uh Gosh, and we're, we'll try to figure this out on the show maybe, but I'm thinking 10 to 12 years ago or so uh, <laughs> back at a, a seminar in uh, Atlantic City, if I remember all of the details correctly, which a lot of times I don't, so that's okay. Um, but I'm re- really excited to talk to Sabawe. He is uh, a, an amazing guy, and I've loved following and watching his growth and, and just all the things that he does. He's He's, uh, as you'll learn here shortly, he has got his fingers in a bazillion different things and um, just really making a difference out in the world. So um, I'm excited to talk to him about his journey today, Terry. Fantastic. And Aaron, I have to thank uh, Harry uh, Oster at Equipment Zone for letting me use his conference table in his office. (laughs) Uh, His (laughs) microphone, his lights. Uh, I've been in New Jersey for uh, today is my 10th day. In fact, uh, Jay Bissell and I were talking in the car and i said something about 10 days in new jersey and he goes that's the title of your next novel i don't even know what it's about 10 days in new jersey (laughs) and i'm thinking that is a good title (laughs) sounds like a horror show terry i don't know (laughs) right that's what i write (laughs) okay all right well good 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 that's like that post i used to always do there's a church that has a big uh big sign out at or not a sign it's actually in the lawn in big letters that says jesus loves new jersey <laughs> i uh, i always uh, i took a picture of it and uh, and i posted it and said come on now jesus just kind of likes new jersey <laughs> no offense to anybody from new jersey out there listening to us right now you, yeah if, if you're in new jersey you know what i'm talking about <laughs> awesome well um so i always from uh, philadelphia if i uh, if, if all things are correct if in my memory again we've, we've got a lot of catching up to do here so uh, <laughs> i'm excited uh and i'll just uh, sit back you guys can uh, yeah yeah no, no totally um yeah so great that uh, you're coming to us there from uh from fair uh what is it franklin lakes franklin right lakes. franklin, franklin lakes, lakes. apparently where the uh the real housewives of new jersey is located i've never seen that show but i'm told that they're from here <laughs> so oh okay Oh, okay. I was going to say, really? Right in there? You, you, okay. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, let's say good morning to some folks here real quick, Terry. Uh, we've got Crystal checking in bright and early this morning. Um, Christy DeFalco checking in from beautiful Troy, Ohio. Beautiful day there in Troy, Ohio. Man, we got some beautiful days. Barb uh, has got a beautiful day in north central Minnesota as well. And um, Todd from Fat Dad Wholesale, good morning to you, sir. Curtis is uh, checking in from overcast central Kansas, but 72 degrees. That sounds pretty nice. Um, <laughs> so we've got everybody. And then Eric checking in in the comments. Uh, 
taking care of us as he normally does. And uh, then we've got Justa from Sweden. Look at me getting names. In fact, Todd says, hey, sounds like he maybe got a name right. And we'll find out. We'll find uh, I, I did verify before. Who's Todd to say? (laughs) Exactly. Yeah, exactly. Uh, That's nothing like my name. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. Exactly. Um, You just said it with confidence. (laughs) (laughs) For once, right? Normally that's the problem is I get so in my head about it that I've got it right. And then I I freeze. So we'll see. We'll we'll find out. Um, Yeah. So we've got lots of people checking in. Thank you very much for being here, everybody. Uh, Christy is a Jersey girl. Oh, Kristen. Sorry. Good morning, Kristen. And uh, I think she said gentleman, Terry. I think there was air quotes there, though. I'm just not. Uh, Yeah, she's probably talking about Eric. (laughs) <laughs> probably um <laughs> or Zimbabwe so uh Christy is a Jersey girl so there you go um good morning so, Christy, you know what I'm saying right yeah, yeah she you says she says that's why I left love growing up there wouldn't go back to live there <laughs> okay all right well, well oh no yep yep um Doug our friend Doug Quinn you remember Doug Terry from uh, I do back indeed. in the Atlantic hey, City <laughs> uh, he says Terry don't forget to get yourself a world famous pork roll sandwich you know I was getting myself a bagel this morning and somebody ordered one right behind me and I thought oh man I should have got one of those <laughs> <laughs> all right well interesting but I did have myself a fine bagel so. All right. All right. Excellent. Well, yeah, you've got to get a good bagel out there. Um, okay, Terry. Well, uh, let's hit a couple news items so we can get into the show here. But uh, yeah. what, what what do you got for us? Uh, well, the everything embroidery market is coming to Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. I know we've mentioned that a few times. Mm-hmm. Uh, the everything embroidery market is the largest event of its kind for the embroidery, sublimation, applique, and vinyl application industry. It is the place artisans can go to uh, to get together, to learn, connect, and grow this show. Um, so, so they say we are lucky to align with Quilts of Valor at our show. That's very cool. Uh, yeah. If you haven't heard of Quilts of Valor, their mission is to cover service members and veterans touched by war with comforting and healing quilt, Quilts of Valor. And uh, we are honored, honored to be a part of that. And this show has quickly become a must-attend event for small businesses, home-based businesses, and crafters. And if you'd like to go to that event, it is in the Myrtle Beach Convention Center on September 22nd through 24th. Aaron, I know you you will uh, have some more comments about that. And there's a link for going to that event. So if you're listening to the podcast version, just go to our website and you will find that link. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. So speaking of that show, uh, my kind of news item here, I I actually get to be a sponsor of that uh, event. Um, And and it's going to be a a great couple of weeks for me. I'm going to fly out to Charlotte around the 15th, which we've talked about many times. And then I'm going to uh, also... um, get back from Charlotte, drive out to Atlanta to go to the Sublimation Summit, but I, I could not miss the Everything Embroidery Market, so I'm going to uh, sneak out of Sublimation Summit a day early and then drive over to Myrtle Beach that night to be there on Saturday. So um, as part of a sponsor uh, ship, I get two tickets to the show. I get two free tickets to the show that uh, um, we can give away any way that we see fit. And uh, so I thought, you know what, what if... Uh, 
we gave away these tickets and these tickets do include three classes that go along with it. So the total value of each uh, of these only tickets. Only yours though? Only your classes? No, no, they can, they can sign. <laughs> <laughs> I would certainly love it if they would sign up for mine, but, <laughs> but actually uh, some of mine are already starting to fill up. So uh, hopefully you can still get into the, those classes. But um, yeah, so each ticket's about a $75 value. You can sign up for any class, not just mine. Um, but here's what we're going to do. Uh, the first two people who sign up to become OSG members, um, they first come first served, they're going to get those tickets. So, uh, Eric's got the link down there, osg.link forward slash two R G O S G. That's a lot of G's and O's and yep. But, um, here you go. So ticket giveaway to the EEM show. So just sign up to become a member. Um, that's our trial offer. So uh, you get to check it out. It's only five bucks for the first month of the OSG membership. So, um, you know, and here's the deal here, the other deal, Terry, if people do want to sign up to become members um, and maybe you can't get to Myrtle Beach, that's okay. Just just sign up and uh, I'm sure I'll sweeten the deal. It's kind of, you know me, I always like to make sure I give as much valuable value as possible. So uh, absolutely. absolutely. Yeah, yeah. So that, that's that's cool. uh, it for me. So speaking of New Jersey, you're 10 days in New Jersey. In fact, Christy said, uh, ah, pork rolls. Yes, yes, yes. And, and the pizza. <laughs> have you had pizza out there yet? I have had, well, you know me, I've had pizza multiple times here. I was going to so. say, <laughs> was, I almost kind of said, why did I just ask him that? That's silly. Um, <laughs> but, I would uh, eat pizza for every meal if I could. <laughs> yeah, I love, it, I love it. All right. Well, so you've been out there though for a bit because you're out there at the GPX show in the Meadowlands. Um, exactly. So talk to us about that. And then you've got the DTG DTF um, thing come up. So yeah, just kind of give us a, a rundown of, of yeah. your time out there in New Jersey. Yeah, the, you know, the show was uh, good. It, uh, not as many vendors as any of the shows I've been to this year. Even some of the kind of local New Jersey, New York City vendors that I would normally see were not there. Um, mm-hmm. Our booth, though, on the, there's a two-day show. It's a, it's a Thursday, Friday show. And um, our booth was just slammed uh, the first day. Uh, I had, uh, I did a, a, everything you hear about DTG printing on the uh, internet is wrong. I I had that class was very well attended. Interestingly enough, uh, Aaron, only one person raised their hand when I said, are you already in the DTG business? And really, uh, so everybody else in the class was there shopping for DTG or, or DTF uh, products. So second day on, by the way, though, um, dead, Uh, not a soul. I mean, (laughs) It was, you know, that that show that ends at three o'clock and all of a sudden about one thirty, you hear the tape guns going, you know, uh-huh. <laughs> People yeah, kinda, yeah. I'm just going to go ahead and box this part up. That's it <laughs> looks like I'm tearing down my booth yet. But, uh, you know, uh, all in all, I think it uh, for for all of us who are there as vendors, I think that we're going to call it a success. And uh, I know that uh, that we sold a couple of uh, DTG systems. And, you know, that's what you're there for. It doesn't, it doesn't matter how many people are attending. And I will say the people on the first day, uh, there, there weren't looky-loos. And, and, you know, nothing wrong with people coming just to kind of look around. But uh, the people who were there were interested in, in quotes and making purchases and asking all the right questions. So, you know, in the end, it, uh, it worked out pretty well. And then yesterday here at Equipment Zone, and the reason I stayed over for so long, uh, we had our what we used to call DTG Academy, but this one was, uh, well, the brainchild of Jay Bassell. So obviously it had to be something kind of <laughs> quirky. So <laughs> yeah. it was uh, the DTG DTF summer camp. 
And uh, so everybody's name tag said camper on it. And, and of course, uh, Jay had brought some of those um, some of those hats that uh, and they were decorated, you know, that uh, there's kind of roll up hats with a big, big wide brim. So when I went up on stage, I put one of those hats on. Welcome campers. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man, we got to get. Had, is there a picture of that somewhere? Come on. Oh, it's got to yeah. be. Yeah, you know, <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah, lots of pictures. It was a great event. Half the people already had DTG printers. Half didn't. Uh, okay. I will tell you this, and this was interesting to me. We had uh, we had a couple of uh, F twenty one hundred set up for people to at the end of the day they could go and print camp shirts. You know, and we had a really really cool logo uh, for it. Everybody migrated to the DTF area. In fact, we limited the class to eighteen people. Every one of them were over there wanting to do DTF transfers. And so uh, I thought it said a lot. Uh, I think two people printed a DTG camp shirt and, uh, and everybody else was just enamored with DTF. So I thought that hmm. was uh, kind of that an interesting, interesting. Uh, situation. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. yeah. So, anyway. And then y you've got uh, then still time in New Jersey, right? Cause you've got something else coming up here. Well, you know what? Uh, no, uh, yes, okay. no. Uh, we actually, we actually, about three weeks ago, moved that screen printing class back to September, uh, so oh, that okay. we had a little bit All more right. time to promote because we, we gave ourselves a what we felt like was a little, little too short a window to start a new location for screen printing class. So gotcha. uh, we moved that, that back to I September tenth and eleventh. Which I should uh, read the I, outline. Yeah. <laughs> well, of course, <laughs> then I was informed that, uh, as you know, I live. Uh, one mile from the Phoenix Cardinal Arizona Cardinal Stadium, and the Kansas City Chiefs are playing the first game there. Guess what weekend it is? Yes, the weekend I'm going to be here teaching screen printing class. So uh, I'm not going to see my Chiefs in, in, <laughs> uh, in Phoenix. So anyway, oh well. Yeah, All right, save myself a few hundred dollars. <laughs> That's right. That's right. All right. Well, excellent. Uh, thank you so much for the recap, uh, Terry. I think uh, since uh, you know you didn't get to participate in the dad joke last week. And I don't know if you heard it or not, but uh, I thought it was a great one. I don't think anybody I else did. I but... and read it. Yes, I can't remember it now. But <laughs> <laughs> Well, my son's been saying it almost every other day for, since he heard about it. So, that you know, um, <laughs> it's a good. All right. Well, uh, so with that in mind, uh, I believe you have a dad joke for us today, I, though. I, I do. I do. Uh, Aaron, do you know why Indiana Jones is always depressed? Why? Because uh, his career is always in ruins. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that, was uh, that is a good one good one you should uh, submit that to josh gates i think he would uh really enjoy that one so he's a bit that's, that's true i never thought of that all right, all right. but <laughs> we, we, we have yammered on too long uh before yes. we go any further we want to thank everybody uh for checking out the two regular guys podcast we are always looking for new guests so if you or anyone you know would like to be on the show go to calendly.com slash two the number two regular guys and share your show ideas. If you are listening to the podcast version of the show, we would appreciate you sharing the two regular guys podcast with all your industry friends so they can become regulators too. And we would appreciate any reviews, Apple podcast, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Stitcher, Amazon. We are everywhere. Thanks to Aaron. And <laughs> <laughs> wherever you listen to podcasts, please go on and give us a review. It's really important to us and we would appreciate it very much. 
Yes, indeed. And I think you said thanks to Aaron. Was that in your quotes too? The thanks? <laughs> I in there, but I, I, I did say it. I did. Yeah, yeah, I know. You, uh, no, us, I, you got us everywhere, man. That's right. That's right. Well, yes, we, we are everywhere and, and uh, we appreciate everybody supporting us everywhere. So thank you very much. Uh, speaking of that, uh, we do have some opportunities to uh, support this program. Get your word out to the, all of those everywhere places. Um, so we are accepting sponsor opportunities. If you guys would like to check that out, go over to tworegularguys.com forward slash sponsorship and uh, you'll find out all the details there. But uh, yeah, we do have sponsor slots available and um, um, we're always looking to you know, sh- share the good word out there. So uh, let us know if, if uh, you or somebody you know might be interested in uh, being a part of the Two Regular Guys podcast here. All right. Well, Terry, let's get to uh, the program here. Right? We, I, I'm ready to get on this journey with a little, little trip down memory lane. Yeah. So <laughs> Zimbabwe can uh, help get my facts straight for sure. But uh, let's welcome him in here, Terry. Are you ready to go? Absolutely. Let's do it. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I'm going to, I'm going to see if I get the name right one more time. Simbawe Nibai Jr. is an entrepreneur with entities that consist of apparel brand, positive mindset, podcast, music, and video production services. He is also a youth mentor, parenting coach, songwriter, voiceover artist, and accomplished musician. His experience in these areas include being a musician for over 30 years, a songwriter for over 20 years, a video production and voiceover artist for 10 years, And uh, he has had the pleasure of working in the school education system for over a decade. His work with students and their parents with after-school programs, summer camps, job fairs, behavioral and social skills program has equipped him to play an essential part in bringing restoration and guidance to both single parent and both parent households. Uh, His podcast involves looking at life from a different perspective, challenging your attitude and character to think positive thoughts, stay positive, say positive things and uh, co-positive deeds. Uh, It also includes having invoking conversations, interviews and insights from other entrepreneurs, leaders and innovators in their respective industries and niche markets. Uh, In addition, he is working on a nonprofit entity that serves his local community for educational and life purposes. He also strives to collaborate with other nonprofit organizations locally, nationally and globally for effective positive change for both now and the foreseeable future. This gentleman is changing the world. Welcome in Zimbabwe Jr., there we go. I think <laughs> StreamYard's being a little slow here. <laughs> there we go. Hey, you're here, sir. <laughs> there we are. All right. Well, welcome in first and foremost. How'd I do on the name? You did great. Uh, so Sambawi Nibaye Jr. You did, you did great. You did okay. Awesome. All right. I was close. I know I missed a little bit, but uh, thank okay. you for, for helping me out there. Um, so yeah, welcome in. Thanks for being here. Thank you. I'm uh, excited to be here. I know we've... Uh, had some uh, some some business ventures together, some collaborations, and uh, just yeah. bouncing ideas up back and forth off each other. So I'm excited to be here to share and to uh, be a part of the Two Regular Guide podcast. Yes, all right. <laughs> well, that you know that uh, that list. I was I'm I'm feeling uh, like I I need to go out and uh, and get involved in some other businesses. Uh, all of a sudden, I need to, <laughs> I'm, I'm motivated. But <laughs> you have that big list of businesses and projects. Talk to us a little bit about your wide-ranging career well uh it all started in jersey tyree (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> of course it did. <laughs> the review where I'm from, so I'm, I'm like, I'm backstage, and I'm like, oh, I'm like, I'm gonna give Terry some visits. <laughs> you need to, yeah. But uh, no, I'm really, I'm really from Jersey. Uh, I'll tell everybody all the time. If you say you're from New Jersey, you're not, because when you're from <laughs> New Jersey, you say I'm from Jersey. That's what you say. Gotcha. And so even I'm in Bergen County, though, don't the Bergen anywhere, County be- anywhere in Jersey. <laughs> As long as you're in that line, you are from Jersey, not New Jersey. Um, so I was uh, born and raised in Trenton, uh, the capital city, which uh, uh, over time has, has changed dramatically. But um, I, I was uh, lived in Jersey for about 20 plus years of my life before I moved, which is now to Delaware, where I'm at now. Mm. Uh, I'm actually in my, in my studio where I kind of run all of my music and video production stuff, podcasting and all that. Um, and then I kind of got uh, the music was the first love for me. Um, I was, uh, but for overall, before I got into that, I was, you know, basketball was, was a thing for me at first. So I played basketball, you know, through, um, middle school, high school, college, and I uh, had aspirations to go to the NBA, but, um, it was my third year of college when I was at, uh, Rutgers and I was actually starting to write a lot more songs at that time. And uh, a lot of the songs that I write, they're more, you know, positive gospel Christian music centered. And so. I was filling out a form to go to the NBA Summer League in California. And I filled the form out, you know, put it in an envelope, put a stamp on it. And I sat back in my chair in my dorm room. And I'm like, do I really want to do this? I'm like, do I really want to play basketball or do I really want to do music? And I had to come to a conclusion of which one I liked and which one I loved. And I said, well, there was a time when I loved basketball. I said, I kind of like it now. I said, but I love doing music. And that decision that day, I said, all right, I'm going to I'm going to do music. That's what I'm going to do. And I never sent off the envelope. I never decided to go to California. And in hindsight, I was like, I could have at least tried, though. I mean, I, I tried, <laughs> you know, but I kind of like that decision I made, I think, for for the course of my life. Now, uh, I would have met my wife that I have now. I probably wouldn't have the children that I have now. And I wouldn't be on the path that I'm on right now, which for me, you know, making a couple million or more in the NBA would have been a great, you know, but then I look at it, I'm like, well, where would my life path had been if I had done all that? Uh, and then the fast forward, you know, I've uh, done a number of music projects, my own music projects. Um, I've worked on a couple things. I've played for a few, you know, artists in the industry as, as a drummer. Um, drumming just became, it was a natural gift and talent that uh, the Elohim gave me. And I uh, never had a lesson in my life. I just, over time, just got better and better with it. Uh, and then from that, uh, we sprang into video where I started getting into more like video editing processing, which for me was kind of the same because music and video is kind of the same thing. You're just dealing with, you know, with actual footage as opposed to just dealing with music. And when you're doing video, if you're doing something that requires music or background music, you're kind of doing one and the same. So it kind of became a great marriage for both of them to do them together. Yeah. Uh, along with that came voiceover. And so I started doing a lot of voiceover stuff for people. I did one for Aaron himself for for his uh, his promo uh, a few years ago, yeah. and uh, but I did voiceover. I've done some radio stuff. Uh, never been like a host or a VJ or a DJ, but uh, when I started my podcast, that's kind of when I started really started capitalizing on my voice and getting it getting it out there more. Uh, and then the education part of it, I was I've been uh, a youth mentor um, at, uh, over the past you know over the past decade or more working in the education system, working in after-school programs. I did uh, in Trenton when I was living there, and then I've transitioned to Delaware where I'm doing a lot more 
mentoring of youth. Uh, I've worked with youth from ages five to 21. So like elementary school up through college. Um, and then you have the parenting coaching part of it where it's, I've seen a lot of stuff, uh, whether it's in, you know, urban, urban communities, suburban communities and things of that nature where, you know, parents, you know, they, they have a struggle, uh, in one area or another to be, you know, a parent for their child or the fact of not being a parent where you're kind of, you know, either neglecting or you're just kind of doing the best you can with what you know. And uh, there's parents who do reach out and then there's a lot that don't because they just don't know how to ask for help. Um, it's kind of like, I'm an adult, I'm a parent. I kind of know what I'm doing. I don't know what I'm doing, but I'm afraid to ask for help. And so that's yeah. kind of where I come in and step in. And so that's, you know, a, a, a plethora of what I've done over the past, I don't know, 20 years of my life. Um, I say music for over 30, because I mean, I'm, I'm 40 years old, but I, I, I wrote my first song when I was like 10 years old, you know, not that, not that I mean, it counts, but it doesn't count. I mean, it was song, <laughs> but it wasn't like something that you would put on record, you know, but <laughs> yeah, you know. I'm sure. I'm sure it was awesome. Wow. Yeah. So that's kind of uh, uh, a, wow. I guess you want to call it a, a brief overview breakdown of the past 30 ish years of my life in, in business per, per se. Nice. Wow. I'm going to have to learn from you how, to, how you are, are able to condense that into the time that you did. I, I would still be talking about year number two or three of my life. And <laughs> oh, I've, I've learned over the years to, to do the fast pitch. Fast. Okay. All right. The fast pitch. Awesome. Well, you do have an amazing voice and, and the voiceover that you did for me was fantastic. So if anybody's looking for any voiceover work, definitely uh, check in there. But um, so I've already found out that I was wrong. I thought you were in Philadelphia, but you're actually in Delaware. So now they've corrected that. Um, if I remember correctly, though, we met in Atlantic City. Does that sound we about did. right? Okay. We, did. All we right. met in Atlantic City about seven, eight years ago. Okay. All right. I couldn't remember how it was somewhere in there. Perfect. So, so you, you came to this crazy world of, of garment decorating. Tell, tell us about uh, what, what brought you into this world here? Well, I, I always at one point wanted to do something with apparel. And when I say apparel, it wasn't like, it wasn't just t-shirts. It was apparel in general where okay. it was, you know, it's, it's wristbands, it's t-shirts, it's pants, it's socks or whatever kind of like dress you from head to toe, you know, kind of thing. And I yeah. wanted to do something that wasn't just, we just had apparel and that was it. Like I wanted to yeah. be able to tag more stuff onto it. So I started, you know, doing things where there was like, there were videos that, cause what we do, we do my, my company that has its, its brand is called Frame of Mind Inc. Yeah. And it's I-N-K. And so it's, we have our own online store and we have just positive mindset, you know, t-shirts, hoodies, you know, long sleeve, we have women's fits, we have wristbands, we have duffel bags, and we're looking to add more products to the store. But I wanted to be able to have content that also went behind us. So if you, you buy a t-shirt, you buy whatever you get, there's some content we can send you that gives you, you know, like a maybe a, a five to six minute, you know, video on, you know, being determined, you know, yeah. a five or six minute video of uh, making it happen or a five to 10 minute video on thinking and speaking it and achieve it. You know, that's our tagline, think it, speak it, achieve it. And so I wanted to be able to add more content behind it and not just have a t-shirt. So you might have this closet full of positive wear, but then you also have, you know, this this content of videos you can go back to and look at and kind of remind you, because we, we all have, you know, our, our quote unquote bad days. But, yeah. you know, in those bad times, those bad days, you know, if you're wearing your shirt, just think it, speak it, achieve it, you know, and you also have the video to help you out, you kind of have a double whammy or you're wearing it, 
you know, you're hearing it, but then also you're helping other people because you're wearing it, they're seeing it. They might be like, oh, where'd you get that from? Oh, I got it from here. And now they're able to also do the same thing. So that's how we got to that space. Um, had no idea what we were doing. <laughs> we but we knew we wanted to kind of do something. And, and along with that came us doing uh, customization too, where we work with organizations or individuals to start doing like, you know, they have a design, they have an idea they want to do and we make it happen. We, you know, we do logo design. We can do design for as far as, you know, what it is you want. You have an idea, but you don't know how to do it. We can, you can make that from scratch for you. Or if you have one already and you don't like it anymore and you want something new, about, all right, we'll take your idea and concept and we'll come up with something new, something fresh. And so my wife plays a huge part in the custom side of it because she's that part of the company is, is thriving, is doing great. Uh, as we know, when it comes to brands, it takes time to build brands. Uh, but the, the part my wife works in, she's doing an amazing job with the custom side of it. She has a lot of customer attention. Uh, she gets a lot of Word of mouth is really the biggest thing for us when nice. it comes to acquiring customers and you know and getting new people in and then getting new business. So that's how we got started. Nice. Um, that's where we're moving into now. And so I actually have on my Think It. If you can see it the video wise, my Think It Speak It Achievement shirt here. So uh, and then we also have the logo on the back of the uh, shirts as well. Um, the logo is literally. And if anyone you know tries to steal the logo, it's definitely. You can tell it's ours because it's literally the shape of my head. It is. It is. <laughs> I, I actually was just texting my wife and asked if she could grab uh, one of my frame of mind shirts from my closet. So uh, she's going to bring it down here, I think. <laughs> you, you know, I think uh, also when you said, hey, when we got started, we didn't know what we were doing. I think every one of our listeners uh, just raised their hand. It, yes. <laughs> not at heads. Yep. <laughs> All right. Well, so. Uh, you, you, you're talking about brands. You, you have uh, a variety of brands, it sounds like. So so uh, your apparel brand, are, are you able to tie that in to, to the other things that you're doing? Oh, definitely. So a lot of what we're doing business-wise ties under the umbrella of Frame of Mind, Inc. So if you ever look at a, at a, a bicycle wheel and there's the, the center of the wheel and then there's all the spokes that come out of it, everything yeah. kind of lands under that umbrella one way or the other. So the music part of it, it's, you know, it's the frame of mind music where we have, you know, the studio portion, music production, all that stuff, songwriting. Then you have the frame of mind studio part where it's more the video section where we're doing our video editing process and all that stuff, voiceovers, things of that nature. Then you have, you know, even with my, you know, my youth mentoring and parent coaching, that's more solo work than it is, you know, company work. But it all ties. It's all about, you know, mindset, about having your mindset, you know, change, shifted, thinking more positively saying positive things, doing positive things. And uh, it all kind of correlates together with what I do. Uh, you may not see Frame of Mind Inc. On, on my solo work, but it all ties in together. It's all under, uh, has the same foundation. So that's how we tie everything in. Yeah, and and I think that's such a great lesson for, for our listeners here to understand, right? We, we think about, you know, we've got to have a, a niche market and we're just going to do one thing, right? You're going to be the t-shirt the guy, but that, that's not what a niche market is. You found your niche in this positive mindset and you're able to kind of, you know, go wherever your passions take you from that and, and, and tie them all together. I love, I love your analogy of the, the bicycle with the spokes coming out of it. That's such a, a great, I think, you know, for me, I was like light bulb went off when you, when you said yeah. that. So very cool. That's really awesome. All right. Well, 
so you said when you got started, right, it was, you, you didn't know anything. Like Terry said, I think you matched the rest of us in that world. Oh, there, I've got my, some shirts here. Hold on a second. Yeah, my, yep, there we go. I've, I've had these for a while and I, I didn't really enjoy wearing them. So let me show, let me show off a couple of these shirts real quick. Um, no, what, no matter what place you're in, finish. I love that one. That one I, I wear quite a bit. And then this is my wife's shirt that she likes to wear under construction daily. So th- thank you, Eric, for putting me up there solo. So, and then like, yes, that is, that is definitely you. <laughs> yeah, you awesome. are correct that you don't have to trademark that that's a tough one to steal <laughs> <laughs> all right well so l- let me get back to where i was headed there um all right so the question i have for you is really you know what what are some of the things like what's been the biggest thing that you've learned or some of the things that you've learned about the apparel printing and and the unique characteristics of that part of your business i'll be honest like when we first got into it like we went to the uh the t-shirt conference in Atlantic city, I think it's 2017. And before we you know, got a hold of that and, and actually got there and, and were there, like, I didn't know they had conferences for t-shirts and apparel. I'm like, what? Yeah. There's a whole world out here of this stuff. <laughs> and so it was, just a, it was just a brand new thing for us. I'm like, this is, this is really cool. And so it, we kind of really got engulfed in it because uh, we just didn't know that that world, existed in the way it did yeah. and so um you know and we went back the following the following years we would go back and uh, of course 2020 when you know COVID hit that was the year where it, they they scheduled it they canceled it they scheduled it again they canceled it and right. so we haven't we have yet to go back or to be a part because it just never got rescheduled and Atlanta yeah. city would be closest to us um but it was just interesting to see how that industry was so vast but also it was interesting to see people like Aaron uh, who were there, who were kind of open book people who weren't trying to, to, to hold their secrets to themselves and not share it with everyone else. Um, I know there was a guy who my wife um, uh, deals with, I can't remember his name, but um, he was, he actually got scolded by a couple of, you know, people and brands for like, why, why are you giving away so much stuff? Like, why are you giving so much? He's like, why, why wouldn't I? Like, I've been yeah. where they've been. Like, I, they need yeah. to know that you don't have to do X, Y, Z to be yeah. in competition with someone else. Like, do what you do. Do Be excellent on your level. But then if I don't give back to those who are coming behind me, then wh- wh- how, what kind of a leader would I be? Yeah. You know, and I found that, that, that to be awesome because, yeah, you don't want to give away everything, but you want to give away, as Aaron said before, you want to give away enough value or as much value as you can because you want them to come back and say, hey, I got value from this person. They said X, Y, Z. I want to continue to get value from this person. And that's all. It's all about giving value. Yeah. You have to give value. If you don't give value, what else are you are you really giving? Yeah. You know, and you can charge for stuff and people will, will pay. But there's things the, the stuff you give away for free is the stuff people want to come back to. Because then when you do charge for something like, you know what, I got all this free stuff. Now they're finally charging for something. I really know how much value they bring. I'm, I'm going to pay for it. And that's, uh, that's, that's, that's business. That's yeah. just business one-on-one. You, you know, people always say, well, you're always selling something. Yeah. But when you give away free stuff, people want to, people are willing to buy your stuff because now they know the value that you bring. Yeah. And we learned a lot of that from Aaron and from others who were there. Um, and over the years, like I said, me and Aaron have just gone back and forth about things, yeah. even on social media, you know, supporting each other. And I just 
found him to be him and his wife to be just genuine people. I had him on, on my podcast a while ago. Uh, we were talking about, you know, uh, you know, family and business and how you yeah. separate the two and how do you work them together and being married and working together. So um, it was just interesting to see how that world was so vast. I'm like, wow, like we just entered a whole new section that we never even knew about. So <laughs> that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's awesome. Thank yeah, you for sharing all that. Yeah. yeah. Well, so you're kind of like a mega entrepreneur in my eyes. <laughs> so, uh, you know, we, we have a lot of uh, garment decorators uh, really all over the world that listen to this podcast. Do you have any any tools or tips for uh, uh, being an entrepreneur for, for our listeners today? Yeah, well, in, in general, um, entrepreneurial the entrepreneurial journey, it's a lonely one, but it doesn't have to be. Uh, one thing that I've learned, I've learned to to find my tribe of people, yep. my community that, that I can be a part of, of other entrepreneurs that can help support me in those times when, you know, when I'm feeling overwhelmed, when I'm times when I'm feeling like what I'm doing is not enough. Those times when, you know, no one else understands me except for the entrepreneurs that are doing what I'm doing, you know, mm -hmm. and for for a while I felt alone in it because I didn't know where my community or my tribe was. And then when I finally found it, I'm like, oh, this is where they are. I'm like, I'm not the only person that thinks like this. I'm not the only person that feels like this. I'm not, I'm not the weirdo I thought I was. <laughs> you know? And so that that's that's one bit of nugget that you know, find your tribe, find your community that you can be a part of. Um, then another thing is is to um, continue to plug away at it. You know, don't don't quit. You know, there's gonna come times where you're going to want to quit, and there may be times where you do quit. Or you possibly may have quit. Uh, the difference between stopping and quitting is that when when you stop, you, it's kind of like you put a pin in it, you pause, you come back to it. Yeah. But when you quit, you got to start all over again. You can't go back where you left off. So stopping, pausing, putting a pin in it, yes, do that. All of us need to do that at one point in time. Yeah. But don't quit. You know, yeah. quitting is something that will 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 back you up for months or even years, depending on what it is you try to continue to do again. And the last thing I'll say is to uh, just continue to put people around you that are going to support you uh, for what it is you're doing. You know, and I'll, I'll say this, and this might be something you guys have already talked about already. Uh, family and friends aren't going to support you at first. They're going to tell you you're crazy. They're going to tell you why you're doing this. Go get a job. Do X, Y, Z. Everything that they're doing that you're doing that they don't have no idea what it's about like you've never done this before but you're telling me what to do like i get it. it it's tough to start out but put people in your circle and around you who are able to support you but then also when you get in those times and moments where you're feeling you know lost or you're feeling like you're not sure what to do they won't let you stay in that state too long like hey we support you and we know how you feel but you got to pick yourself up back up and get back on the horse like we're not going to stay here and wallow and while the land and, and feel sorry for ourselves like we got to get back up and keep moving so yeah. those are the, the general things that i would say um from an apparel standpoint i would just say you know 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 your industry you know 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 the fabrics know the people to go to go to the conferences talk to people uh network uh, my wife does an amazing job again with you know all the operations part of our business whether it's the brand or it's it's you know the customization so I lean a lot on her when it comes to that. I have, you know, my knowledge, but she's well knowledgeable about yeah. the fabric, 
about the, the the different companies out there, the different, you know, all that stuff. And so she's very well versed in that. And so I lean on her a lot for that. So in us working together, I, I'm the guy that keeps the business running. I make sure all the quarterly taxes are done. I'm, I'm behind the scenes doing all the the yeah. business paperwork. <laughs> and she's just kind of like, on, 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 as far as her side goes, I just let, look, you do what you do. I'll make sure it keeps running. Just go yeah. do what you do. That's awesome. That's incredible. <laughs> wow. A bunch of golden nuggets in there too, everybody. So make sure that uh, you're coming back and re-listening to all that. Um, I, You know, what you talked about with like getting that team around you and stuff like that. Yeah. It's something that, you know, I talk about all the time. I, I truly believe that success is a team sport. Um, but you know, you're, you played basketball, you've been on a team, you kind of understand that, right? A, a team is, is there to lift each other up. So, you know, yeah, you might fall down and they've got the hand up, but then they're going to say hand up and then they're going to, you know, slap you on the back and say, okay, let's keep going forward. Right. And, and I think that's such an important thing for people to understand is it's one thing to surround yourself with, you know, the friends, the family that are going to be there to, you know, kind of help help you wallow so to speak but at the end of the day as a business owner that's not going to do you a whole lot of good so um you need people that are willing to push you a little bit too so i love that all right well so you know as you said you and i've kind of been connected social media back and forth to talking lots and um what kind of prompted me to say hey I, I want to have you on the podcast is you released a book about a, I guess this month, just a little over nine days ago, I guess, if I remember right, um, yeah. about kind of a devastating experience that you had in your life. And so go ahead and talk to us about that. It, the book's called uh, Letting Go of Baby Two. So tell us a little bit about that, please. Yeah. So Letting Go of Baby Two is a book that I wrote. Um, I hope hold it up real quick for those who are on the video. Yeah, please. Letting Go of Baby Two from a Father's Heart. Um, and this is uh, something that I wrote. Um, I started it in 2017 and about a year and a half into it, it kind of got put on the back burner. Um, you know, life happens, things mm -hmm. of that nature. And, um, but to give you the backstory of why I wrote this book and where it came from, um, in 2009, I believe it was, my wife has all the details. I mean, I know it's 2009, I believe it was, uh, we had a miscarriage. And so uh, it was our, we were attempting to have our first child and uh, we were early in our, in our marriage. We got married in 2007. We were in our you know, mid twenties and then you no, know, this, this happened to us. And so my wife uh, ended up writing the book first. Her book was called Letting Go of Baby. And she wrote the book first in 2015. Um, and so she wrote the book. And then two years later, in 2017, her and her best friend, who's a counselor, wrote a follow-up. It was called um, What's Next? A Guide to Dealing with Grief After a Loss. And it talks about the five stages of grief in that book. And so just real quick for the video people, this is my wife's book, Letting Go of Baby, that she wrote in uh, 2015. And then the follow-up was this here, What's Next? A Guide to Dealing with Grief After, after Loss. And so uh, they had a, uh, a workshop in New York that they did that about 20 women came to and out of those 20 women there was one man that showed up hmm. and that to me i was like one man I was like was his wife there and she they were like no it, it was just him and he was just curious into finding out like what all this was about and he yeah. wanted to see how this community of women you know come together on such a topic as this because when it comes to, to baby loss, you know, we hear about it 
from the the female perspective, which and rightfully so, because they're the carriers, you know, they're the ones that have to go through the process. But we don't hear it from the male perspective. Like and we what we don't understand is that, you know, the, the mother lost a child, but the father did, too. You know, but as men, we don't talk about this because as men, you know, we're kind of taught in general, you know, to be tough and suck it up, you know, and now don't don't talk about it. You know, just be a man. But, you know, we're, we're human beings and we have feelings just like women do, just like children do. So we all have feelings and emotions and we need to kind of deal with those. And so what happened was I decided to write this book because that was the first spark of inspiration was that one guy being there amongst those 20 women. And then about a year ago, we talked to some friends of ours who also went through a miscarriage themselves. Mm-hmm. And in talking to the husband, um, I was just you know prompted you know by by Elohim to just go ahead and finish the book because I had it has sat for so long and I hadn't finished it. And it went from me you know working on it a couple hours a week to a couple hours you know a day, and then it just became every day. I just worked on it till I finished it, and it became just so seamless that as I was writing just all the memories were like right in front of my face as I'm writing. It just became seamless to me to finish it. And so um, my main purpose and, and, and goal of writing the book was to help other men, you know, deal with, heal from and be free of a situation such as baby loss. Because one thing that I've noticed as far as men, but we keep things and we suppress them so much that eventually they begin to fester. And when they begin to fester, it's like that soda can, a soda bottle. When you shake that thing up and that top comes off, everything in there is going everywhere. And whoever's in the way, they're going to get it. Yeah. And so it's yeah. a, it's, it's a, 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 a open book to me and my feelings and my emotions, what I dealt with, you know, the inadequacies, you know, the, the guilt, the shame and the blame that I dealt with. And it's just a matter of us saying, hey, look, man, we need to talk, you know, because when we don't deal with things and time goes on, it, it starts to not just affect us, but it affects those who are connected to us. You know, our spouses, our children, our friends or whoever it is that's connected to us. And so I wrote this and uh, in hopes of starting the conversation around that topic and, and helping us as men to begin to talk and possibly even build community around that to where we're not, you know, uh, you know, shaming each other or putting each other down, we're building each other up, you know, in our weaknesses. Yeah. Very good. Yeah. That's yeah. awesome. Well, uh, so, so both of you wrote a book about this and, and all of us deal in our lives with, uh, with, uh, you know, traumatic experiences, uh, in, in our relation, you know, that, that impacts our relationships. Do you have any, any, uh, any thoughts on, uh, how to keep your marriage intact when you're, uh, when you're dealing with uh, experiences like this? Yeah, definitely. Um, I've been asked that question often and I've told everyone, I know our marriage, our marriage personally actually got stronger through it, but in, in the individualities of it, between what she was feeling, and what I was feeling were, were two different things because we kind of, as men and women, we deal with our emotions and feelings differently, but we all have the same emotions and feelings where, you know, women, they're very, it's very out there. It's very, you know, it's very in your face. Whereas men, we kind of were reserved, we hold back. And for me, I realized as my as her husband, I needed to be there for her. And what that looked like, I don't know. It's just a matter of just being there. For, and for me, it was not necessarily saying anything, just being there. But the one thing for me that 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 had the inadequacy of it 
was that as men, we're, we're, we're created and built to conquer and we're providers and we're, we're protectors. And when my wife was going through this, I couldn't fix it. You know, I couldn't I couldn't fix it for her. And that that was yeah. a problem for me as a, as a young man in his, in his mid 20s who just got married and now is dealing with this. I couldn't figure out how to get it, how to get it done for her. And then for me, yeah. once I started dealing with my own feelings, it was kind of like, where, what is this? Like, where is this coming from? It's like, you know, and so for, for married couples and out, out there, I would say that, you know, be there for each other, um, have the conversations. But as far as f- from the from the men's perspective, saying less is more because nothing you will say or nothing you will do will help her in that situation. The best thing you can do is just be there for her um, and, then, and and always acknowledge that that, yes, this happened. How can we get through it? Um, and this is just you know, a brief overview of how you can go about doing this. The one thing I always say to people, if they've ever seen the movie uh, that Tyler Perry put out, it's called Why Did I Get Married and Why Did I Get Married Too? That's actually where I got the title. The, the two on here, I got it from that movie. Um, and I, it's if you see Janet Jackson's character and Malik Yoba's character, they're a married couple. And what happens is, is they, they lose a child due to an accident. And Malik Yoba's character, the, the husband, he acknowledges it. You know, he deals with it. But Janet Jackson's character doesn't. And what happens is, is she's this great author and she's writing these books to help marriages. But her marriage, it's falling apart because they're not on one accord on dealing with the fact that this child passed away. And what it ultimately ends up destroying their marriage because they don't deal with it and acknowledge it and, and learn to try to heal from it. So don't let that destroy your marriage. Don't let that be the thing that that's, that separates you, but it should bring you closer together because you both are dealing with this. No matter how you deal with it, you both are dealing with it. And we need to, to make sure that we, if, if need be, you know, we, we find help, we get help however we can, whether it's for someone reaching out to us or us reaching out to someone. You know, I, I stress in my book and you'll see that for, for us as men, like we have this, macho i got it kind of attitude you know i I got it i got it i got it it's like yeah you do but when it comes to certain situations like you need to ask if you need help nothing wrong with asking for help you know you don't you don't want to you know go down a rabbit hole too far where now it's like well i'm I'm down here now i might as well stay here like no ask for help nothing wrong with that so communicate talk about it deal with it find out how to heal together because you are one when you're married you become one it's yeah. not you have your individualities, but as a whole, you become one. And let's 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 remain one in our in our circumstances and issues. Yeah. Wow. What great uh, advice. Yeah, absolutely. So uh, where can people find your book, your wife's book, uh, learn more about uh, what what you're up to? Yeah, definitely. Phil. People can find out more about me and, and the book at uh, Sambawi.com, literally. Um, you can buy uh, my book individually there on the site, or you can buy the entire series, like my wife's two books and my book, and get the whole series if you want to. So there's you know, a price for the books individually, or you can buy the series, and then they're, they're great for individual reading. They're great for husband and wife readings, and they're great for like small groups if you want to have a, get a group together and have talk about this and this, that, and the other. Um, I encourage that for women to read my book to get an, uh, a perspective of where we come from on this topic. And I encourage men, if they like to read my wife's book, to see 
what women have dealt with internally that they haven't even talked about. You know, we know it affects them and we know that it's something that they deal with because it's it's a very close relationship with a child and a, and a mother, as yeah. one that's very unique. But you get a, a little a deeper, you know, understanding by reading my wife's book, seeing like what what they deal with underneath all that all that outward pain, you know, that we see. Yeah. And also, I'm also on social media. Um, you can uh, type me up by name or you can uh, my at is um, at TK Billionaire. Um, on Facebook and on Twitter. And then my Instagram is just at TK.billionaire. And also on LinkedIn, it's under my name. Uh, there's three of us in the world, my father, myself, and my son. I'm the only one on the internet. So that's the <laughs> <one>. <laughs> they trying to be me then or have be about anybody junior. They are a liar. I'm the only one. <laughs> Yeah, only one so it should be easy to find all right <laughs> awesome well hey before we let you go somebody uh I, I always like to see if we can pull one more golden nugget you've given us so many already but uh as we talked about you know let's bring some value i got a quick final question for you and what as, as we talk about that as you took us on this whole journey right i think what really stood out to me is that as business owners we're people too right business is just a, a relationship situation back and forth. And obviously when there's people involved, there's emotions involved. So what is the number one key to kind of successfully responding to dealing with whatever you want to phrase that kind of navigating the emotions of our lives? Um, and, and how can we kind of put that into the perspective of our businesses? Well, I will say this. Um, I learned and, and, and continuing to learn to make sure that whoever it is that I'm talking to or dealing with, that I treat them as the most important person in the room at that time. Hmm. Where if you're, I'm having a conversation with you, I am locked into you. My eyes aren't going here and there. I'm not, you know, having thoughts in my head about something else. I'm locked into what you're saying. Um, if I'm sitting down and you approach me, I stand up to make sure. That, and that goes a long way. To, yeah. to, to be sitting down and then someone approaches you and, and, and greets you and to stand up, look them in the eye, shake their hand or whatever it is you do, that goes a long way because no matter how high up, you know, the, the hierarchy you get, it lets that person know that, hey, I might be X, Y, Z, but at this moment, I'm going to acknowledge that you are the most important person in this room at this moment because you came over here to speak to me and I'm going to give you that attention. Um, as far as our businesses are concerned, you know, customer service is, I think, the number one key, you know, to to our businesses. And of course, selling products and all that is great, but you can sell products all day long. The customer service is, is, is not great. You can lose that customer to somebody else because your customer service is not great. Um, I'm not going to mention any companies or any names on here, but, you know, those of you who have been on the phone a long time waiting for someone to come and talk to you or automated system that that sucks, you know, <laughs> and or hangs up on you, like you feel some type of way about that. Yeah. And, and you know, so you want a customer service is, is huge for us. My wife harps on it all the time. I do as well, whether I'm working on a video project or a music project or whatever. I treat my clients and customers projects like my own. And that's why I want to be able to say, look, this is not my project. It's yours. I'm going to treat it as if it's mine because I'm going to put my best foot forward to give you the best value 
out of what it is you're you're expect, expecting to get from me, yeah. whether it's apparel, whatever it is. Customer service is, is definite. And I believe that goes a long way to just make sure that whoever you're dealing with, make sure that you acknowledge them as the most important person in the room at that moment, at that time. Be all in at that moment in time. Yeah. Wow. That's, that's awesome advice. Awesome yeah, absolutely advice. opposite advice. Wow. Sambawi, thank you so much for your time today. It's uh, really been a pleasure. And, and, you know, obviously I've had the pleasure of knowing you for longer than some of our listeners. And so now everybody else gets a chance to uh, connect in with you too and get out there and grab that book. Um, regardless of what you've experienced in your life, I think anytime we can understand more about emotions and dealing with them and, and, and all those things, it can be so powerful in, in our growth as people. So uh, I want people to get out there and, and grab those books. And so one more time on the uh, website where they can get that at. Yes, that's Sambawi.com, T-S-O-M-B-A-W-I.com. You literally, it's right on the homepage. You can click, you can get the get my book or get the whole series and um, just enjoy, you know, reading, you know, my story, our story, and uh, just taking a dive in from a, a man standpoint. Um, I, I just believe it's, it's time for us to start hearing from the father. Yeah. Agreed. Agreed. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for your time today. It's been really great to, to catch up here and uh, thanks for all the great work you're doing out there in the world. Thank you guys. Thank you, Terry. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, hopefully we can do it again sometime later. Yeah, it sounds like a plan. Thanks so much. Awesome. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I uh, love it. <laughs> go Jersey. Go Jersey. From Jersey. All right. Um, so oh real, uh, what, what, a, what a great opportunity there, Terry, oh, yeah. to just, you know, Fabulous. cover. And, and I, w- I was so interested in this. Like, like I said, when I, when I saw the note from Zimbabwe on social media, I thought to myself, gosh, you know, I know that that's not specifically garment decorating. But I think as as we kind of talked about there, this journey that we all go through is all part of our business, right? And and so um, I felt like there was there was stuff that we could uh, be pass along to our listeners today, and uh, Simbawe came through for me. So I <laughs> love it. Absolutely. Wonderful all right. guess. So that was great. Yeah, for sure, for sure. Um, and then <clears throat> from a while ago, Doug Quinn had the start of a dad joke for you. So uh, you'll have to get into the comments there on Facebook. He says, Terry, why did, why did the snail, a Formula One driver, want an S instead of a number on the side of his car? So we never got the answer to that. So we'll have to see if uh, he's... <laughs> Doug, are you out there, man? <laughs> yeah. Come on. Oh, there we go. He, he's, he's ready for us. So uh, go ahead, Eric, whenever you're ready there. Every time he goes by, he wants his fan to say, look at that S car go. <laughs> okay, Doug, thank you. All right, well, with that, um, let us do uh, a quick five things here, Terry, and then we can close this up today. All right. Well, here's my five things today. The five uh, and having Sambawi on it kind of made me think, hey, mindset. He's all about the positive mindset, determination. I mean, I have not met somebody that's as determined and, and just has such a great mindset as he does. So these are five mindsets you must develop for success. 
Uh, number one is the abundance mindset. If you focus on what you don't have, you will continue down that path. So instead, focus on what you do have and then see how things are going to grow for you. So that abundance mindset is number one. Number two, become a priority manager. Uh, most people think that they've got a time management problem. But the reality is we all have the same 24 hours in the day. So our real problem is doing the right things at the right time, which is priority management. <clears throat> Number three, get out of your comfort zone. Einstein said that the definition of insanity is doing the same thing over and over again and expecting a different result. Your comfort zone is what's driving you insane. So get out of your comfort zone. Do something that you wouldn't have done before, survive that risk and keep moving forward. So that's number three. Number four is to take action, right? Once we start thinking about getting outside of our comfort zone, we need to take action. So with our show, the other learning opportunities available to you, uh, the internet, right? <laughs> Not everything you reads on the internet is true as Terry says, but we have all of the information that we need available to us at our fingertips. So what actually counts is what we do with that information. What are you going to implement from the show today? What are you going to implement from the different things you learn each Friday on Two Regular Guys? So what action are you taking? That's number four. And then last but not least here, number five is to take 100% responsibility. The second that you start blaming, complaining, commiserating, making excuses, you're only focusing on the problem. And that is the second that you also give away all power you have to make any change, to have control over your life. So once we actually start taking 100% responsibility, that is the most empowering thing that we can do for success because now we've taken the control back. We get to make all the decisions moving forward and, and change the results that we are getting once we start taking 100% responsibility. So there are my five things today, Terry, for the uh, mindsets that we need to achieve. Awesome. This is a, a motivational show today. <laughs> definitely so. Definitely so. Well, um, so speaking of motivation, you are out there on the road, but uh, wh where else can people find you out on the road, sir? Absolutely. And by the way, I'm uh, heading to the airport at two o'clock Eastern time today, heading for home. So All looking, right, there you looking go. forward to getting home after 10 days in Jersey, not New Jersey. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. 10 days in Jersey. Love it. Uh, all right. My uh, next complete screen printing business course in Chicago will be at Atlas Screen Supply on August 27th and 28th. That class always sells out. So if you're interested in uh, going to Chicago, uh, get signed up for that class. My next class here, uh, my first class here, uh, first of many, I hope, at Equipment Zone in Franklin Lakes, New Jersey. That is the New York City area, September 10th and 11th. Uh, my cl next class in Phoenix that I just get to drive over to here, <laughs> <laughs> yep. September 17th and 18th. And uh, I do have some other events coming up that I'll be adding to the show for next week. But you can find everything I'm doing at the uh, my website, terrycombs.com. How about Excellent. you, Aaron? What do you have coming up? Yeah, and the one in Phoenix is at Workhorse Products. I'm not sure. If Correct. I'm sorry, I did that. not say that. I'm glad that you did. Yeah, that. yeah. So just people, <laughs> that way, people know where where they'd be heading. But yeah, right there in in Phoenix, and um, it'll start cooling down in September. Plus, you guys have air conditioning, so it's all good. Indeed, indeed. <laughs> and, and Workhorse Products is 10 minutes from the airport. So ah, even better. There you go. As Our, is Atlas Green Supply, 10 minutes from the airport as well. So Perfect. That's my criteria. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Okay. Well, uh, for me coming up, uh, the Condi Virtual Open House is actually happening as we speak. In fact, it's probably 
uh, going on right now, uh, but you can still get signed up and check out uh, what's going on over there. I think they're even leaving the information up for a certain amount of time, but at dietrans.com forward slash Condi underscore VOH is where you can find that VOH 2022 uh, is where you can find that information. Uh, and I think you still get in on the prizes here. Once you register, you can win an Epson F570 Pro Printer Bundle or a Sawgrass SG1000 Printer Bundle or a DK14S Geonite Heat Press. So those prizes are up for grabs there. And uh, then uh, tomorrow at uh, 12.30 Central time, center of the universe time here, Terry. We, uh, <laughs> I will be presenting my uh, class there for the Condi Virtual Open House called The Simple Act of Working on Your Business and uh, giving people the strategies and techniques to uh, not only you know, kind of st- have a strategic plan for their business, but also get some of their time back by uh, what I kind of mentioned in the five things up there, uh, priority management over time management. So uh, that's happening tomorrow at 1230. Um, September 11th, I'm going to be participating in an international business summit called the Small Business Skills Summit. Uh, They are going to have 30 experts over 30 days, and uh, I get to be one of those experts, so I'm really excited about that. If you'll head to osg.link forward slash skills summit, you can check that out, and uh, you will be able to take in my session called Conquer, Fear, and Thrive. Um, I mentioned uh, the Charlotte show at the top, but just uh, another reminder that on September 15th, I will be out at the Graphics Pro Expo. And uh, the day before, the, the, I think it's the Wednesday night at the 15th, if I'm remembering this cor- the days correctly, but September 15th, uh, they are having a uh, an opportunity called the Start Here Academy. And we've actually heard from a couple of the influencers that'll be there. Uh, lots of opportunity to, to just learn and have that startup mentality. Even if you aren't a startup, I would recommend that uh, you check this out because getting around and having those startup kind of mentality conversations help us a ton. Uh, I get to be the MC of that event. So uh, if you want to go check that out, osg.link forward slash SHA. Um, I'll be giving kind of a quick short opening keynote and then uh, get to bring all these amazing influencers to you. So I'm, I'm excited about that. Uh, come back from that in the car to Sublimation Summit in Peachtree City, Georgia. So go to sublimationsummit.com and check out the details there. Uh, and then uh, that, so I'll be there just for one day. I think it's, uh, I'll be there Thursday and Friday, Friday night in the car, over to Myrtle Beach from there. It's only a six-hour drive, so it should be no big deal. Um, I've got my dad with me, so it'll be great. Um, and uh, I make, make, make him do the driving. <laughs> but uh, heading to that everything embroidery market at Myrtle Beach. And um, on that day, I'll be uh, teaching three classes plus being part of the panel in the morning. And, and they're going to feed me donuts, so that's uh, you know, that's worth it right there. Um, but uh, I'm going to be teaching pricing for profit and confidence, uh, keys to starting a successful product decorating business, and finding your customers to stand out in a crowd. So then a short break, a little bit of rest for the wicked, and uh, then we're off again to Printing United in Las Vegas, Nevada. We've got uh, Josh Carruth from Printing United going to be joining us here just a few weeks to uh, give us a little bit more information. I keep trying to they they give us a little bit of a sneak peek, but then they tell me I can't talk about it. And I'm like, That's not, <laughs> right. I can't sleep at night, you guys. But don't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, tell anybody. So soon I'm going to drag it out of them and we'll be telling you about some of the cool things that they've got going on. But uh, the uh, the 
two regular guys will be there October 19th through the 21st. We'll have a, a, a booth there, plus we'll be an integral part of the apparel zone and, and the, the podcast booth over there. And um, uh, so kind of come see the monkeys behind the glass, so to speak. <laughs> um, so that's what I've got going on. Uh, Terry, would you mind uh, sharing uh, what Eric's got coming up uh, here, absolutely. please? Absolutely. Uh, this week is episode 121 non-apparel and in-the-hoop items for your machine embroidery business. And Eric's going to talk about the many products he's produced to complement and expand the classic lines of decorated apparel, from classic bags, tags, badges, and accessories, to the spectrum of in-the-hoop items you can make uh, leveraging existing logo assets. So just head over, head over to ericcampbell.com and click the take up on the top of the menu. And... Um, also look for Eric's extended session, Making Small Run Patches, coming up at Impressions Expo Fort Worth at ImpressionsExpo.com. It'll be in the Eric Campbell wing of the seminar area. <laughs> <laughs> Do they have a statue made yet? I think I thought I heard they were working on the statue to kind of uh, greet you as you walk in. It, it, it's weird, though. It's all made of embroidery thread. Bizarre. Huh. Yeah, yeah, interesting. <laughs> All right. Wow, that's some head shaking and, and then just maybe kind of a look of death. I'm not sure. All right. I know. It, it looked like, what's wrong with you guys? <laughs> he's he, he signed up for this willingly, folks. So um, <laughs> he's, he's really questioning his decisions today. All right. Well, you guys, we appreciate it so much. Uh, we've come to the close of another show. Uh, just wonderful information from Zimbabwe and uh, just just enjoyed the conversation, Terry. I just enjoyed kind of taking that journey with them and learning so much. Uh, definitely check out his book. It, it's it's going to be worth the read. Um, so check him out at itsomawe.com. And uh, Eric's got it up on the screen there, T-S-O-M-B-A-W-I.com for those of you on the podcast side. So make sure you go check that out. Uh, really great having him on today, Terry. Absolutely. And we want to thank our show producer, Eric Campbell, for all the magic that happens in the background. Yes, indeed. It's, it's a, he's waving the wand. He's got the hat. The whole thing makes us look good. It's an incredible. It's, it's a feat <laughs> of magic. All right. Well, Terry, next week we've got uh, Joe Kramer, who works with Amber Creative, our, our friend Jeremy Picker over there. And uh, he's going to talk shop with us. He's He's got an incredible story, too. Um, he's been in shops throughout the world, worked with major retailers. Um, I didn't ask him if I could share who yet, so we'll, we'll, we'll see if we can get that out of him. But uh, you'll, you'll know the name once you hear it and uh he's got all sorts of information on different decorating techniques including embroidery screen print applique and and so much more so it'll just be kind of an opportunity to, to not only learn a ton but to geek out a little bit and uh really looking forward to uh talking to joe next week terry absolutely looking forward to that and until then i'm terry combs he's aaron montgomery and we are the two regular guys here we go we're out! <laughs> awesome. Thank you for listening to Two Regular Guys. Check out our website at tworegularguys.com. That's the number two, regularguys.com. You can also interact with us over at our Facebook page, facebook.com slash tworegularguys, or send us a tweet, twitter.com slash tworegularguys. And we have a YouTube page. You can find all that from our website, tworegularguys.com. Thanks for tuning in, and we look forward to spending some time with you again next week.